Hello and welcome to another episode of Paving the Way podcast. Once again, I'm Seth Moore here with Kenny Jean-Louis. And today we're here with, uh, I mean, I, I met him about last year, about, about with his uh, company, Recover, Recover Vibe. But, um, and I just love what he's doing. And I, I just wanted to get on here so he could talk a lot, a lot about more because he, did, he, did, he, did, he does play basketball still. And uh, he's doing a lot of things on the side too. So anyways, we'll get more into that in the, in the whole interview. Please give it up for Lens Harley Lewis. Thank you guys for having what me. That, Thank what you. That, what that, what that, yeah. yeah. Um, we're glad to have you on the podcast. I feel like a lot of people is going to learn yeah. about your journey. Like you were telling us a little bit before the interview. And I was like surprising and just the ups and down. And now what you guys doing with your, your company, like your product. So I feel like a lot of people is going to learn about this interview. So yeah, yeah, yeah. the first, my first question is, when's the passion for basketball start started for you? No, it's actually a, a funny story because when I grew up, I hated basketball, but for the wrong reasons. So I was always tall. Uh, even when I was in second, third grade, I was the tallest person in my class. So people always ask me, hey, you play basketball? This And then I was like, no, no. And I kind of grew a hate for it because I was like, yo, everybody thinks I'm playing basketball. So I never wanted to know anything about basketball. Okay. And it's not until sixth grade, until sixth grade, that I was like, I was 5'10" like 11 years old, man. Like, it was like, you know what? Let me give it a try. Yeah. So I go to the tryout and I'm playing whatever. I get cut from the team. <laughs> I was I was bad. I was super bad at basketball. Uh, so I ended up doing the B team in sixth grade. I'm 5'10". I put my hand up. I'm touching the rim. But it just, I really wasn't good. And I ended up going to St. Jean-Baptiste in Longueuil, uh, where I got recruited by Eric Barry. And he was like, you know, we'll, will help you, will teach you, you have great potential. So like, you know, try to convince my Haitian mom that it's okay for me to play sports and go to school. It's not just school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, man, so I ended up going there, uh, had a great time. Man. And that's where the, the passion for basketball really grew. Uh -huh. I was able to, you know, get better. I was able to be uh, competitive. It wasn't just, hey, he's on the team because he's tall. Like I was actually getting more talented. And, and, and that's where I... Uh, That's where everything started, man. And then ever since, I've just been playing, and uh, my my passion for the love just keeps growing and growing. And I know you uh, you said you played down south. Can you talk a little more about that? Yeah. So after my sec three, or uh, people here ninth grade, I ended up um, going to Florida Air Academy. I had a chance um, to go and, and play at a high level. So with the help of uh, Pascal Jabin, Juan Mendez, I was able to, to go to Florida Air Academy with a great coach, uh, Arben Goporo. Um, and um, it was really a, a nice experience, man. It was a little crazy to just be away from home. Mm -hmm. I'd never really been uh, that far away. And me growing up in a French system, just going to school in English, it was a uh, quite a shock but it was a great experience that i had for sure um you were you were telling us that you had to convince your mom that there's not only school there's basketball too so how your mom let you i guess go downside yeah. down south she was not like she mad or <laughs> man it was uh it was crazy man because you know haitian moms man it's just no you're not responsible Uh, you're not gonna be by yourself. Like, no, like, it's school. Like, you need to focus on school. Like, this is just a sport. You can't focus on that. And so it took, it was a collective effort from 
my auntie, my aunties, my cousins, brother, sister, my coaches, just everybody just mm-hmm. trying to convince my mom. Like, they were just like, don't worry. Like, he's going to be fine. He's going to do what he has to do. And the thing that convinced her was uh, one of my coaches said, you know, if he doesn't do well in school, he's not going to be eligible. So he's not going to play. Right. She's like, oh, OK, then <laughs> that's all that matters. As long as I could do good in school, she was good. Okay. And then uh, that's the argument that kind of convinced her. OK. And um, when you went down south, did you did you have a goal in mind? Did you want to play, I guess, NCAA or what, what did you want to do with basketball? I think at that time I was 15. I wasn't I wasn't sure. Uh, like I said, I think it's just where that passion kind of started. Mm. And now I just had a, a feeling or desire to just become better. Um, I saw how I was able to just get better in a span of like three or four years. And I was like, you know, I want to do better. I want to, I want to play better competition. I want to play on better teams. And it's not until I would say my junior year uh, of high school that I was like, Hey, like I have great coaches. I have great teammates. I've played with remote players that are playing professional now that went to schools like Texas, um, uh, Louisiana Lafayette, Richmond, NC State. I mean, I've played with uh, really great players, Baylor. So I was like, you know, my goal is to be able to to do like these guys. I want to go and play at the high level. Like, you know, we always watch uh, Martin, March Madness. March Madness is coming up, man. It's just, and I'm just like, what if I'm in a bracket? What if like uh, people are picking me and I'm in the bracket, you know? So yeah. I started to grow like a, a, a passion and a desire to really just compete at the highest level. Not, I don't know why, but it's just, I just wanted to. Okay. Can, can you talk a little bit about your setback? Like, uh, I know you had a lot of injury and also how you were able to overcome them. Yeah. So the whole story of Recover Vibe, um, though I started it a year ago, I think it's, it's something that's been triggered by the multiple injuries that I've had over my entire basketball career. So even before I left for the States when I was 15, I had knee issues, I had uh, like patella tendonitis, like every big, every big that is playing, they're like, hey, your knees are, are hurting you. Like, yeah, but well, you're growing, it's fine. <laughs> um, and it's just, uh, I guess for me, it was more than that, man. It was, uh, I ended up getting surgeries on both of my knees my junior year. It was, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a tough moment. And it kind of happened like before my senior year. So I'm like stressing out. Like, Yo, this is where the schools are supposed to come and see me. This is where I'm supposed to perform at my best. And I kind of felt like I lost, I lost that energy. I lost the, the motivation and I really lost like my, uh, my momentum mm-hmm. of playing. And it was just, um, that's just one of the main that I'm going to talk to you guys about yeah. today. So, yeah. so how did <laughs> that's you, how it started. Yeah, so how did you overcome that? Like, because I know um, we were talking about before, you say you didn't go to, you got recruited by all these schools before, but then I guess because the injury happened, you had to switch, um, I guess, paths. So to talk to us about that. Like, what happened? Like, yeah. Yeah, so I did not have a great season uh, my senior year. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of the year, I didn't really have much um options to go to as far as uh you know going on to the next level so it's only towards the end of the year where I was actually feeling better I was 
fully um, back. I was like, I was feeling 100% that, and we had schools coming in, but you know, the fact that I've played with great players, we had all these huge schools, like Florida State and Kansas and Richmond. I was like, you know, these schools are not looking at me. Like I'm, I'm hurt. I, I didn't really play well this year. They come, they're coming for this, uh, this six nine African kid, Ted. <laughs> One of our friends, uh, Ted Capita, which is uh, who plays. Uh, he played at NC State. Um, they're coming to see like those big, those big guys that are solid, that are athletic, that are jumping. Like I'm not the player anymore. I'm, I'm slower. I gain weight. I'm, I'm not as quick on my feet. So I don't know, man. I kind of, I was losing. I was losing motivation. I didn't know what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. I ended up uh, playing in a little scrimmage where a coach was coming to see uh, another guard, actually. And I was playing well. So the coach, my coach told me, hey, like uh, this coach wants to talk to you. So I'm like, wait, I'm like me? <laughs> no, I was like, wait, what do you mean me? Like, okay, sure. So I ended up talking to uh, the assistant coach uh, from Pensacola State College, uh, Coach Murdoch, uh, amazing coach. And uh, he was like, hey, we came here to recruit a guard, but I saw you play, I like the way you're playing, like, what's your plan next year? And I'm like, and I told him the whole story about my knees and this and that. And he's like, well, we would love to, like, maybe have you on a visit. I'll talk to the head coach. And so I was like, yeah, sure. And I ended up going on a visit a couple of weeks later, and I loved it. I loved it. I got, um, I got to, to really connect with the guys as soon as I got there. It was a great campus. Um, and I got to stay in Florida. So I was like, yeah. Uh, so I was like, yeah. So I ended up, uh, I ended up going to, to Pensacola State College. Went two years um, there. Had a great experience over there. Okay. Okay. And, and then after that, you did you you switch after right? You switch. Yeah. So I did two years uh, at Pensacola State, and I ended up uh, going to University of Charleston which is in West Virginia. People always confuse for College of Charleston, South Carolina. This is, this is a different one. <laughs> um, so I ended up uh, going there for a year. I had a, I had a great time. I, I ended up not playing um, just due to um, academic issues. So not because I had bad grades, but there was a problem with the curriculum that I wanted to do. I wanted to study uh, <clears throat> biology and I wasn't going to be able to graduate on time So um, I just took the year to focus on school, kind of get those things done, get better, get to know the system. Um, and the coach was okay with it. We had a we had a big team. Uh, the big man, uh, Justin Coleman, which is a which I believe got first team All Star when I was there. Like a great big man. He was his last year, so he's like he's gonna take most of the minutes anyways because he's mm-hmm. one of the best players in the conference. So I was like, it worked out good for them. It worked out good for me. Mm-hmm. So I ended up redshirting. However, uh, I ended up transferring. Uh, it wasn't a, a great fit for me, I would say, but uh, the coaches there, uh, Coach Osborne and Coach Rector, they're amazing people. They're doing so good. I think they're going to the tournament this year. Um, they have a really good team, and they've been uh, they've been improving. And I love to to see the games and you know talk to the guys that I went to, uh, to school there with. So when you um, when you transferred, where did where did you decide to go, and what happened at that school? You two, yeah, like, so yeah, and all stuff. Yeah, so I transferred to McKendree University, a uh, small D2 school in Lebanon, Illinois. Um, and I got recruited by Coach Harry, Harry Statham, which is uh, probably one of the oldest coaches in NCAA history. Uh, when I went there, he was, he was 81, 80 or 81. Yeah. Yeah. 
He had been there for 52 years as a head coach, I think. Oh, no. Hold on. 44, 44 or 45 years as a head coach, and he was also the athletic director before. So he had been there his entire <laughs> life. Like, crazy. It was ridiculous. <laughs> um, so Harry Statham and uh, uh, Coach E, I call him, Coach uh, Echo Barger, um, gave me the chance, you know, even though I didn't play, right, at Charleston. So I come in and I have no footage, and I'm like, hey, I'm looking for a school. I went to this school, actually, but I didn't play. So it's kind of hard, you know, basing it on the yeah. previous year and stuff. But, you know, um, they kind of trusted me. I trusted them and were able to go forward with this. Mm -hmm. And I uh, had a great time. had a great time with McKendry my first year. We ended up switching uh, the coaching staff around the second year. And I got to um, to meet Coach uh, Chris Foster, uh, George Suggs, and Seth Jackson. Three amazing coaches, man, that uh, have really been able to form that bond with mm -hmm. – a coach that I was looking for. Um, there are people that I talk to often. There are people that are there not only for the basketball side of things, but a relationship, whether it's um, outside of basketball, but everything in life. And uh, I think to me, that's the biggest thing about basketball is making those connections and, and getting to know people and just improving as, as a person. Yeah, you, you just said stuff outside of bas basketball, but still, I guess, outside of basketball, but inside of basketball. So can you talk a little bit about your your product and your company that you started? And when did you decide that you wanted to start? And why? Why would you start this? Yeah. Yeah. So I started Recover Vibe uh, March of 2020. And so one thing that I forgot to mention, my second year at uh, McKendry University, I actually ended up um, hurting my foot, uh, my ankle. I had to get surgery. So I had to redshirt my senior year. Um, bunch of crazy stuff man my whole my whole career has been about injuries and whenever the fin the season got done at McGill here which I also redshirted that I wasn't ready to play so a bunch of red shirts <laughs> bunch of red shirt seasons that I had I I wanted I wanted to look for a way to kind of avoid those man I, I know like technology is is moving forward People are, are finding all types of ways to, to recover faster. When you look at guys like LeBron James, oh man, this guy spends millions of dollars on his recovery. He has cryer, cryer rooms and all types of things. So I'm like, there has to be something that, I mean, it's not $30,000, right? But that is affordable that can help with injury prevention, recovering faster, like a better warm up, just to stay away from those little injuries. Mm -hmm. So I was looking at, I learned I know a little bit about massage guns. I didn't know much about them. So I did a little bit of research. All I knew is I wanted a good product, but also didn't want to pay the big bucks for, you know, going to college. Like I didn't have the money. Mm -hmm. So this is when I hit up um, someone on Facebook. I looked for, um, for a really known massage gun. And I was like, hey, um, you're selling it. It was used. And he's like, you know, I'll, I'll come and pick it up. I'll try it out. Because I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and, and get it. And when I went, I don't know this guy. So I go to pick it up. And I end up talking to the guy for like 45 minutes. He's talking to me about massage gun. He's a trainer. How he uses it on his clients and this and that. So uh, big shout out to uh, Fitness Zoo, you guys. And I'm, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about. Um, I got to give him a shout out because it's kind of, I don't want to say he's the reason why I started. But I think it kind of sparked something. Right. Yeah. So he said when he first uh, bought his massage gun, he bought it for life with taxes was almost six hundred dollars. And he was like, man, as soon as I got it, I was just 
how can I get my money back? So as a trainer, he would offer his clients some massages for like a small fee and stuff. And he said he was able to like kind of pay it back. And I'm like, huh, like this is not a bad idea. Like what can I do with this to kind of generate money? Right. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I can't go and massage people. Like look like a creep. (laughs) I'm not a (laughs) massage therapist. I'm not a physio, not a trainer. I can't, (laughs) I can't go and massage people. So I was like, okay, what can I do? And I started thinking, I started talking to people. Maybe I can like rent it out and, I just, it wasn't working. I don't know. So then I got uh, the idea of kind of making my own, right? There are some things obviously about the massaging that I liked. Um, when I got it, I was like, okay, well, what's the difference about this and the most, the more expensive one, the cheaper one. So this is when I really started to look at the specs. And if I wanted to like make a massage, going to have one that was like my own, what would I get? Or what features would I have? And I kind of put all of these things together and I, I kind of, I didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, let me kind of see how it goes. And even still to this day, man, having a company, um, I didn't know I was going to have to do all of this. And uh, it's a learning process, it's a learning curve. Mm-hmm. But that's how I started. I kind of looked for all the things that I wanted. I got it. I was happy with it. I was like, okay, I want to start this. Like, I want to be able to help people around. I know people are going to benefit from this. It's not as expensive, but I can compare it to the real deal and, and see the power and all the features and, that's how it started. And it started really small. I didn't know how it was going to go. I was selling to people around me. And now I'm selling, man, I'm selling more in the U.S. than I sell here in Canada. Okay. So I'm really happy about bless, the way bless, things bless. are going. So what, what, are the, what are the challenges you have to face with this? You know, that, you know, you're probably going through or you went through. So as far as the business? Or yeah. As, um, yeah. It's a lot, man. I think um, the biggest challenge is not, no it's not knowing how to start and i think a lot of people have business ideas and um i think i talked about this um in a previous interview that i had but i had so many people especially since i started recover vibe that come and talk to me about ideas that they have hey i was thinking about doing this and they have their logo ideas their colors who they're going to sell to and where they're going to get the products and how it's going to go and i'm like okay like this all sounds amazing. Like yeah. it really does. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Ah, nah, man. No, oh, no. <laughs> Just like yeah. what? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think this is kind of. I think everybody, almost everybody, has ideas of what they want to do like starting a business so like you know i would really enjoy doing this i think people could benefit from it but not a lot of people actually go and take action because they don't know where to start so this is by far the hardest step because you kind of have to figure things out and it's not written in a manual like you're not just going to pick up a book and be like, okay how to start a business and it's just going to tell you and go like, okay now i understand like it's all a learning curve no matter what you do okay that's what's up okay um, and where do you see your your product in what two three years from from now millions <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, it's a great question. Um, so my goal is to become a physical therapist. So I want to be able to become a physical therapist, have my own clinic, have my own products. This is the big, this is the big picture. Um, at the moment I'm working right now to have partnerships and, uh, collaborations with clinics, um, sports centers, universities, and just 
a lot of people that are working with athletes. This is not only a product for athletes, but being a basketball player, um, I think this is where a lot of people need it and could benefit from having it either in the locker room or um, you know, before a game at, at a clinic, let's say you're having back pain and you're coming to recover from something like, you know, so um, I'm in the process of doing that right now. Things are going well, man. I'm, I'm, I'm super happy about how things are going. Um, I won't say anything at the moment, but I'm, I'm working. I'm working. Hopefully we'll yeah. get uh, some good news soon. Okay. Do you have an, uh, so is your main target athletes or can anyone just, can anyone get, get it? Or is that your main focus? So I think anyone can get it. Um, I think there is a, uh, a misconception behind the use of a massage gun. Um, yes, it is promoted to athletes more. However, at the end of the day, it's a massage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, it's releasing tension in your muscle. It's reducing soreness. And this is not something that happens only to athletes. People that work and stand on their feet a lot might benefit from using a massage. And people that are sitting down a lot, that have a curved back, like releasing their um the muscles in their in their neck and their traps and stuff will definitely help with their posture and their, and their back pain. So it's really something that can help a lot of people. It's just to know how to use it and to uh, kind of experiment and see which attachments you like and making sure that you have a quality product so that it can actually give the punch and the power that you need. Right. Okay. Okay. And mm-hmm. um, I'm uh, can for um, what? Why should people? go to recover vibe and not somewhere else because that's something that i guess people might for sure want to know right well what's the difference between you and this other massage you want to you said a little bit before but i want you to go in more details what's the difference between your massage gun and another one yeah for sure so there's a lot of differences um however i'll try to stick to only a couple of them um the number one thing i would say is um all our products are shipped from montreal so people that order um, from Recover Vibe, they're getting their products within a couple of days. If you're ordering from like in and you're in the region of Montreal, chances are you're gonna get your product the next day. Okay. Um, there's no shipping and it takes like 14 to 30 days or like whenever people order stuff, they want it now. We live in a, we live in a society <laughs> where Amazon people are like, man, this this is not two day shipping. I don't think I can get it. Like People are, are, are anxious to get their products. So that's the number one thing is whenever you order from Recovery like it comes fast. Whether it's in Canada or in the U.S., we have shipping. Um, so it's really simple. Uh, another thing is our product come with a one-year warranty. So anything that happens to your product, you're able to, to just contact us. We replace your product, and it's, it's as new. Um, that's as far as kind of behind the product, right? But the product itself, I would say there are three. Um, number one is the power. So a lot of competitors, they don't have uh, that punch that you're looking for, especially in an athlete that has bigger muscles, training a lot. Like you're looking for something that's actually going to help you. Like if it's something that's very cheap, that, that doesn't have that stroke length to get actually deep in the muscles, you're not really going to feel the difference. So this is the first thing that I looked at whenever I was comparing with the bigger brands. I was like, I want something that packs a punch. Mm-hmm. Number two is uh, the fact that, uh, I wish I had a massage gun here. So it's the fact that it's adjustable. So you can actually get the head and place it um, so that it's in a straight line. 
This makes it easier if you want to like press because you can go with two hands into a certain muscle. If I see there's a there's a point uh, or like a knot that you want to get rid of. Mm. Also, if you want to reach certain areas like in your back or uh, your hamstring, sometimes in the little in the regular L shape massage gun, it's kind of hard to reach. You have to twist your wrist in certain positions. You don't have to do that with the Recover by Pro because it's adjustable. Okay. Mm. Uh, number three, and I think um, especially with the situation that um, we're in now with the COVID, is the uh, the attachments mm -hmm. and uh, quality of them that they are not made out of foam. So <clears throat> a lot of people that purchase the massage gun, they're athletic therapists, massage therapists, uh, physios, and they want to use it on clients. Oh. So every single time you use it, you need to clean it. Yeah. If you have foam or you have something that's not durable, every time you clean it and you put in all these uh, all these products and those chemicals, it's gonna it's gonna break down the attachments. It's not gonna be good. So um, I really went um, ahead yeah. and made sure that I had some attachments that are durable, that are made out of like silicone, so that people can clean it as much as you can. Every time you use it, clean it. The next person can use it, and that's the way that I'm able to approach clinics and schools because you know. The COVID situation is something that we're going to have to deal with for a long time. So yeah. just finding ways to um, to go around that and still be able to provide a product that people can use even um, in those circumstances. Mm -hmm. um, how how people can reach you and what are the fees if we are, we want to get some if someone if you don't mind if you don't mind saying it <laughs> yeah yeah for sure so um, the best so we have a lot of products right we have the massage gun but we also have like the recovery boots. Uh, the air compression units um, that a lot of people uh, is coming is becoming more and more popular. Mm -hmm. It is more expensive, but for the, our best seller, the product that we sell the most are the massage gun. It's a uh, 350 Canadian, which is around like 260 or 270 US dollars. However, um, people are able to use uh, paving the way uh, <laughs> promo code. <laughs> promo code. Yeah, yeah. Get 10% off. And um, and actually, right now we have a sale, so uh, there's a, there's a twenty percent off right now, and mm -hmm. people are able to get an additional ten with your code, man. So mm -hmm. this is really a good time for people that are that's been thinking about it or that are looking for a solution to to help with back pain or knee pain, muscle soreness, all these different things, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, can you have any other questions? Anything? I'm fine. We're good. I'm good. Is there anything you want to add about your business? About uh, what, what? What else? What else do you have going on? If you know you want to share future stuff that's coming out, I don't know. You know, if you want to know, you can just split uh, out here. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't share too much about what's, going, about what's coming. Um, okay. So, when should we expect what's coming? What should we expect? Um, you guys should expect a big change um because you know it's been about a year now that i started cover vibe yeah. and i think like it's finally starting to pick up as far as people noticing uh the differences noticing what i'm doing so um i'm getting more and more people that reach out to me uh, whether it's uh, schools or programs or so I'm, I'm really looking forward to some really really good partnerships like in the very near future Okay, that's what's up. Okay, so that's what we like to hear, you know? And for, yeah, yeah. And for real, this, um, the reason why I wanted to get you on here is because, like you said, you play ball, you're doing this on the side. It's not just about basketball. So you're definitely, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are going to watch this and see that, oh, if he could do it, I could do it, you know? And that's something that I don't know if you know it or not, you're actually paving the way for that, you know? 
for people that are, you know, you and there's uh, a lot, there's some ballers that we've interviewed that have their businesses, but it's not a lot of people, you know, so we definitely appreciate what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing, you know, cause it definitely goes a long way. And like you said before, the whole paving the way promo code on, you know, if you want to 10% <laughs> off, you know, and stay tuned for his thing with big thing coming out. We don't even know what it is, but hopefully, you know, it's huge, you know, and uh, yeah. So Kenny, have you have any other questions? Well, I'm good. Like, um, I'm glad yeah. we had the opportunity to to have you here. And I feel like a lot of people is going to gonna learn about what you just said. And hopefully after our interview, they use our promo code and <laughs> you get a lot of, I guess, call. Yeah. A lot of no problem. Man. So, yeah, thanks for being on here, man. Yes, thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, right, man. So, to everyone listening, don't forget to subscribe. Once again, I'm Seth Moa, also in his essay, here with Kenny Jean-Louis. Stay tuned for our next episode.